as soon as I got drafted, I, I kind of treated it more like a job. It's kind of something I learned in, in Korea. I mean, it took 10 years, but I finally got there. But to, to just, you know, just relax and just, just have fun playing the game. I mean, as simple as that sounds, you know, it just, you know, worrying about just, just have fun, relax. And the, at the end of the year, the, the stats are going to be what they're going to be. Yeah, I mean, I share that sentiment as well. When I got sent, I thought I was getting released, to be honest, in the spring training of 2016. You know how it would go for me where I'd lose control, could, wasn't throwing strikes consistently, and I was just like, this is not good. And then they sent me to double A, and I was like, hmm, that's weird. Um, <laughs> I was like, well, this is probably my last year. I better just you know, have fun, try to throw the ball hard. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I'm throwing 99, and I'm in the big leagues. I'm like, what the heck? It's like that. It's for the mind. It's that easy, right. kids. No, I'm just <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Subway. What's good, everybody? It's 99 Miles Per Hour Podcast with me, your host, Percy Garner. And I'm back in the studio. Uh, Disregard that last episode. We're back in studio with Josh with a professional. So this episode should be a lot better. And uh, no, I had a good time recording with Micah. um, And that one should be up live now. Um, Hopefully that went well. And uh, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Before we get into this, I want to say a thank you to Subway and Peterman Plumbing for making this podcast possible. And also, uh, I want to make sure you guys are aware of my Discord where I give out pitching tips and uh, kind of, you know, review your pitching film. A lot of people have sent in stuff now. Uh, so if you guys want to join there, the link will be down in the description. And then also go to percygarner.com, check out the merch that will help a student in Tuscarawas County with their college funds and their college expenses. Uh, so I'd appreciate it if you go there, percygarner.com and, uh, You know, if you don't like any of the designs, then just tell me new ones to make and I'll do that too. So, um, and then also, uh, this is the video format of the podcast, but we're also available on every other podcast platform. Uh, so if you are on Apple podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is, just search 99 miles per hour, Percy Garner, and you'll find us. Okay. Without further ado, let's get to our guest. So today I have a guest that I I guess uh, we met in 2010 uh, when I was drafted by the Phillies and, um, you know, a little skinny kid. He was tall, real skinny. I think he was 6'5", 125 pounds or something like that. <laughs> no, I'm messing. But, uh, but instantly, <laughs> instantly we became friends and uh, uh, I just admire this dude. We, we uh, kind of connected over, you know, our spiritual beliefs and stuff like that. And it kind of took our, our relationship on and off the field to another level. And uh, obviously he had a longer career than me and uh, is still looking to play. And uh, we'll get into that here later. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, introduce Aaron Altair. How are we doing? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on, man. And just to make sure you guys... Like I, he's, we're just going to get it out there now. It's not Alter. He's German. So it's Alter. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I usually like having dark skinned people on my show, but you know, we'll let this light skin dude get on for a little bit. <laughs> I'm joking. All right, man, I got to stop joking. It's just, we haven't talked in a while. So it's like, you know, it's like, we're getting right back where we, where we left off and just, you know, clowning with each other and the, and stuff. But 
let me just uh, start with, you know, the current events and, you know, because we haven't caught up in a minute and that's both of our faults. Uh, but I think we're both kind of the the people that we're not always reaching out. That's my New Year's resolution every year. Like, all right, I'm going to hit up my friends and see how they're doing. And then I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll last until February. And then about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, so I, I guess I didn't really talk too much about in the introduction, like who you are and what you've done. You were drafted a year before me in 2009 um, mm-hmm. out of Arizona, Buckeye, Arizona. Right. So we got a little Ohio connection there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. I exaggerated. Obviously, you weren't 125 pounds, but you were a tall I mean, kid from Arizona yeah, was, out of high school. Yeah, I was, I was probably about 190 at the most. Oh, I'm okay. guessing. Okay. So I was probably like 185. <laughs> yeah. So you were. Obviously, the Phillies saw they saw some potential in in uh, in what you could become, and yeah, you're you're well past one eighty, one ninety now. So, <laughs> um, but no, it's it's good having you on the show, and I kind of want to, you know, before we get into, you know, your baseball career and all of that, and and uh, how we met and all that stuff, I kind of just want to ask you because we talked a little bit, you know, and you're you're a new parent, somewhat new. You got a seven-month-old uh, boy mm-hmm. named Isaiah, and uh, oh, yeah. hopefully you don't mind me saying his name on the internet, but <laughs> you might be like Drake and try to hide him. I don't know, but um, <laughs> it's, it's easily found. Okay, good, <laughs> good, good, good. But how's fatherhood? Is it everything you dreamed it would be? It's uh, it's something. It's it's amazing. It's beautiful. Frustrating at times, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's no, it's 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 amazing, man. I, I love being a father. Um, you know, it's just every day is a little different. You know, he's just he's always learning something new. Um, you know, he's starting to crawl now, so that's brings him a whole bunch of new challenges. You know, he's got to watch him every everywhere he goes, and he's just trying to crawl all over all over the house. And but yeah, it's it's fun though. He's he, he's a he's a fun kid. He's gonna be. Uh, I can't wait till he grows up, starts walking and talking, see how funny he can be because I, I think he's gonna be a funny kid when he grows up. Yeah, the the personality starts coming up when they get around two to three and you're like, Oh wow. Okay. And then you start to, they just say stuff to make you laugh and you know, they don't understand why you're laughing, but uh, I know I'm, I'm looking forward to the random things that come out of his mouth. And I know he's going to have some, some random things come out. <laughs> just going to make you laugh. Yeah. And well, I think I shouldn't laugh at, but I'm probably going to laugh at anyway. <laughs> Yeah. You can't help it. Especially if you're like in public and they say something about somebody and you're just like, Oh, that's true. But I can't laugh. Like, <laughs> but, um, that's awesome, man. And I, I share a lot of the, the sentiments you just talked about with fatherhood, you know, I've got my two kids and, uh, I mean, I live with you actually in Wyoming yeah. and we were playing for Redding with yeah, purse. Right. So you got a little taste of it back yeah, then. A little, little purse PG four. Yeah. I see him. Exactly. <laughs> he was a little, uh, I would say he was a little knucklehead. He wouldn't obey me all the time, but he's a lot better now. Yeah. <laughs> Can't say the same for my daughter. How old is he now? He's nine. Oh wow, jeez. Yeah, he was nine. It does. It does. You said that, right? You said seven months has gone fast. Yeah, yeah. Even the seven months has gone really fast. You know, at at the time you think it's going kind of slow, but then you look back, it's like, wow, it's already been seven months, man. Yeah, it's flying by. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, and you know, we're we're gonna get into the Phillies and how we met and all that, but. Uh, it was pretty cool this year. Then I think the last time they were in the World Series was it 2008, the year before you got drafted? Uh, 2009. Oh, 2008. 2008 they no, oh. 2009. Oh, so, uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, that was the last time. 
What do you think about you know them being in the World Series? Were you rooting on them? Were you rooting for them? Or I was, you know, I was. I because obviously I know I you know I still know a couple guys on the team, and you know I still talk with Nola a little bit. So you know I I, I was definitely pulling for him for sure. I was definitely I definitely was. Um, because also too you know playing the Astros, so you know a little cheating scandal had back in the day. <laughs> Still got to root against the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm I'm still in the same boat. I mean, I pitched against uh, well against the Astros when I played, but they only played in Cleveland. So, um, uh, okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I was rooting for him as well. Um, I mean, Dusty Baker and Naris though, Hector Naris, because yeah, he, he yeah, played with I, us growing up too, or not growing up. Yeah, but. I didn't. I, I, at the same time too, I didn't want Dusty to win one because you know he's been around for so long and hasn't got a World Series too. So. You know, I'm not, I'm not too mad about it. Yeah. He, he deserves to have a, a World Series. You know, he's always a good dude. So, I'm, I'm, I'm happy he, he uh, was able to get one. Yeah, maybe I'll have to get a, uh, Naris on here. Um, it was just good yeah. seeing him smile, man. Just because you know, obviously <laughs> we played with him and, oh and yeah, rookie ball short season all the way up. So, um, mm-hmm. and you got to play where you, he was with the Phillies, uh, in the big leagues with you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, but oh, Naris, he was. He was always smiling, you know, every single day, no matter how he did in the game. He was always, always uh, smiling and joking around. So he's he's a fun, fun teammate to have for sure. Yeah, true, uh, but we had a lot of good teammates, man. And you were oh, speaking yeah. of good teammates, you were one of them as well. I never oh, appreciate that. Yeah, no matter <laughs> what you like, if you've went zero for four or you know four for four, whatever it was, you know, you were always Aaron and. You were never too high, never too low. You never really got down. Well, you didn't show it at least. I'm sure you were, yeah. you know, kind of yeah. mad sometimes. Like, oh man, it stinks. Keep a lot of, try to keep a lot of stuff inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, at the end, I was just like, you know, it was good to have you as a teammate. And then obviously, um, you know, attending your wedding and all that, it showed that our friendship, you know, went further outside of baseball. Um, but yeah, talking about baseball, I kind of want to just. You know, and you've played in, you know, Korea and all that uh, after you left the Phillies and Giants and Mets. But before we get into Korea, I just want to because I didn't really do this on the introduction, but just talk about, you know, getting drafted out of high school, uh, being that young kid. And I don't know how I would describe you. I wouldn't describe you as an introvert. But I also wasn't sure if you would come on this podcast or not. So I didn't, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know, is Aaron going to talk a lot or how is this? But just describe being drafted out of high school and, and how that was. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was, it was fun. It was, it's definitely different just because, you know, I've never, that was the first time, uh, you know, obviously been away from home. And I think honestly, it worked out better for me to go to, to, to Clearwater instead of being drafted by a team in Arizona. Just because, you know, it gave me a better, is a, a, a faster way to grow up in a way, you know, yeah. get, get away from home. Don't, don't, don't live at home, you know, get away. And, and you're literally like on, on my own, you know, just, it was, it helped me grow up a lot faster than uh, if I had stayed home, I think. And it's funny too, like the, my, my first day when I, I, like when I got, when I signed and then um, head over, headed over to Clearwater, it was like around July 4th. So my, my flight, like I got my ticket, it didn't have a, a seat number on it. I was like, Oh, what does this mean? So I ended up, it ended up being overbooked. So I, I couldn't, I didn't make that flight. Oh so I, I had to wait around for a couple hours until the next flight went off. So, um, and then I get there, I didn't know, obviously I don't know anybody. I didn't, I didn't know what was around the hotel. 
And I went the opposite direction because I was hungry. I was on the opposite direction where all the food was. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know the hotel, the La Quinta. Yeah, there. La Quinta, and baby. I went the opposite direction of all, where all the food was. I just ended up getting like a, some snacks from a grocery or not, uh, um, convenience store, like a little <laughs> gas station. <laughs> and, and walked back. I had no idea where I was going. I was like, what, is, what am I doing? Uh, what am I doing? <laughs> you didn't stop by personalities or the, <laughs> the uh, what was that place that had my favorite dessert? Where the girls... Oh, yeah. Tilt to kill. Tilt to kill. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that. I, I didn't see it. I don't know how I missed it. But I just, <laughs> I, I walked the opposite direction. <laughs> There's a Buffalo Wild Wings right over there too. Oh yeah. yeah. Opposite direction. I mean, you're 18. Like you just said, you, you were, yeah. you know, you could have been like Nola. Nola never even ordered like out at a restaurant when he got drafted. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. He sure, did not. Yeah. A, he, that's, that's it was incredible. <laughs> but obviously he's doing big things now. So, uh, <laughs> And I'm sitting at home, so I ain't going to talk about it too, too much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so obviously 18-year-old, uh, drafted out of high school, you know, away from home, you know, forced to grow up a lot quicker than maybe anticipated. Uh, mm-hmm. When did you, like, know, okay, this could be real. I could be drafted. I could play pro baseball. When, Like, when did that kind of hit you? Uh, I would say um, – before my senior year of high school, um, playing playing summer ball, um, I was on a on a, a club team, and you know we would play on those like big tournaments where you know like a lot of big league scouts were there, and and uh, when I started getting a lot of you know the, I don't know if you remember like the questionnaires, yeah, like those you know before you before you getting drafted and just you know filling out those and. I was getting, I got a lot, 15 or 20 of them. I was like, you know, I, I might have a chance to do this. I mean, this, this might be real. So I, I decided to not play basketball my senior year in high school, just to focus on baseball and not get hurt. And, and, uh, I mean, obviously it started, it worked out, but, um, a lot of guys weren't, weren't happy with me in high school for sure. They wanted me to play, <laughs> but I was it's like, nah, I gotta, gotta focus on this. I got, yeah. I got a chance. To, so I was just like, it was a hard decision. You know, Cause I, I love playing basketball. I always played. Growing yeah. And up. you were a beast, right? Yeah, I mean, not too much. <laughs> See, I, got but, you. I know <laughs> you didn't want to say it, but <laughs> from from what I'm but, from what I've heard and what I've seen when we do our minor league trips to the gym, <laughs> yeah. you know, you had some Played game, a little basketball, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a hard decision, but honestly, it was, it was worth it. You know, I just the bad thing too was my uh, my high school. They went to the championship that year too and lost in the championship, and uh, that made it a little worse. <laughs> They're like just blaming me for the whole thing. Like it's not my fault you guys lost. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, yeah, I, I can imagine because high school—that's that's all you really care about. And most of those guys, I don't know your high school, but most probably ninety-nine percent of them didn't go on to play professional sports. Maybe college, but you know, for you, you yeah, had to look. You had to a couple look. Guys that made college, yeah. Oh, okay, but not, not not many. Gotcha. Did you have colleges you might have been looking at if uh, you didn't get drafted where you wanted to be? Or yeah, I was I was committed to U of A, and oh, then. Okay. Um, there's a couple other 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 colleges too. I can't really remember now, but I was committed to go to U of A. Um, and uh, you know, I, the thing with that too is, if I had gone, we we would have won my junior year. Like they they won it all, and it would have been my junior year. So, but either way, you know, it's, it's whatever. I got a a GCL ring, so <laughs> got that Gold Coast League ring. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Hey. It's the same thing in, in, in yeah. my book. No. <laughs> I mean, I never came close to winning a national championship in college, so it's all good. <laughs> but, um, but actually, nah. got a K- KBO ring too, so that, that kind of makes up. For oh, yeah, I bit. remember that. What was that your yeah. first year? The first year, yeah. Nice. Cause I remember, 
uh, a lot of the stuff on Twitter. I was like, hey, look at Aaron doing big things. Um, but I guess since you brought that up, let's, let's talk about that. So you had, you played what, two years in, in Korea, 2020 mm-hmm. and 2021. Yeah. How, yeah. how was that? Was what do you think the experience would have been different if there wasn't a, a pandemic going on? Oh yeah. I mean, I didn't really experience the full Korea, you know, it was, which is, it's kind of sad. You know, I was looking forward to it. Cause my, my first year, we didn't even have uh, fans in the stands at all. I think uh, we had it for maybe two weeks of the season. And then we just played in empty stadiums the whole year. And I mean, kind of, you just felt like you were playing exhibition games all the time. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I didn't get the, get the full effect of it. And also too, that the fans there, you know, they're, they're, they're into the game. They're, 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 uh, they got songs that they sing. Yeah. You know, everybody, every, every hitter has their own walk-up song that, that the, the team kind of makes their own song and the fans are dancing to it and singing along with it. So oh, it's, man. it's a cool atmosphere. It's really fun. But I mean, it's a shame I, I couldn't really experience all that but i still had i still had a good time you know my uh my wife samantha and i you know we had a, we had a, still had a good time and okay. we enjoyed it and um but yeah it was, it was definitely cool to win that uh the championship in the first year for sure because that, that was actually the first um championship for that team and they're ever since they've been you know uh an organization it was the first the first uh, championship so it was just kind of really? cool to be a part of that what was your team name uh the nc dinos Okay, because I know I saw you played against Samsung, and I was like, "Hey, man, Samsung, come on now!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, did you get to play against anybody you played uh, against uh, in the MOB or with over there? Did you actually? Yeah, there's there's actually a lot of guys, a lot of a lot of Phillies guys, like really? uh, Ben Lively. Oh yeah, uh, David Buchanan. Oh yeah, um, Buchanan. I, I don't know why he's for me. Mm-hmm. I gotta get him on here too. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've played with like uh, Justin Bohr was there for a little bit. Okay. Um, uh, there's, there's, I know there's a lot of other guys too, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's almost like every every new guy, every new foreigner over there was somebody I knew. I was like, wow, <laughs> I know you too. Like, everybody I know is playing over there, but you know, baseball's a small world, man. You just, it is. You, you just kind of know know everybody yeah. at some point. You kind of run into everybody, so it's, it's cool. Did you? Uh, did that help you? Um, I, obviously, by that time you were, you know, what were you? Twenty eight, seven, eight. So you were you were in the uh, twenty nine. Twenty nine. First year twenty nine, yeah. So different than when you first got drafted in eighteen, but you're still going to a foreign place. Was it mm-hmm. was it nice to have, you know, familiar faces and stuff like that? It definitely was. It definitely was. Um, because it's you know, I've never experienced going playing overseas like that. So it was it was definitely um culture, definitely different culture. Um, especially where we were, because um, we're as far south as you can get for South Korea. Oh, okay. So there was just you couldn't really get many uh, American restaurants. Like we go up to Seoul, where a lot of oh, teams yeah. were. It's basically America, you know. There's a whole bunch of English speakers over there, and there's oh. restaurants that you know, like on the border, you know, just kind of restaurants like that. And like where I was, is the the full Korean ex- uh, experience, you know. <laughs> you know? And nobody's speaking English. <laughs> so no, you, no. You, only only restaurant we had that we knew was Dunkin' Donuts, and that was close to our uh, <laughs> our apartment. That was it. <laughs> did you uh, Did you learn a little bit of uh, Korean Spanish or a uh, Korean Spanish <laughs> Korean language? <laughs> I actually did. Yeah, actually, um, actually, I can read it pretty good. I can I picked up on it pretty well. Really? Because uh, we also had a uh, we also had a guy that worked with the team that kind of helped out the, um, the I, I call them foreigners, but you know, American, American yeah. guys, English speakers, <laughs> but uh, like during spring training, you know, we would have uh, different 
classes, I guess, like going over Korean culture and learning how to, you know, read and write Korean. So it, it definitely helped out because I was able to, you don't realize how many words are actually in English, like, but they're written in Korean. So if you know Korean, you can kind of read it. It's like, oh, okay, that's, that's what uh... that is. So you can, so it's they just they just you know just translate the English word into Korean. So gotcha. But um, yeah, I was I actually can read it, read it pretty good. That's what's up. Now I, I wasn't too good at Spanish. Did you learn Spanish as well, or did would you not really take the time? Uh, yeah, I didn't take the time. You just knew all the bad yeah. words. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just whatever, whatever the uh, Latin guys were saying all the time. <laughs> but oh, um, man. I, I didn't take Spanish in, in the high school either. I took German. So I never, I never really learned any kind of Spanish. Look at you. You're just making perfect segues. I was just about to go into, cause you were born <laughs> in Germany. Trying to help you out. <laughs> you were born in Germany. So before that class, did your dad, your, cause your mom's American, right? It's just your dad that's German. Right. Okay. Right, right. Did your, did your dad make it a point to, you know, teach a German or no? Uh, I was, I was kind of a tough kid, I guess. <laughs> that's what they tell me anyway. <laughs> Like I guess I was really, really stubborn with it. Like my, I think my dad tried was trying to teach me German, but I would just like not nah, wouldn't answer him until he spoke English. <laughs> so he just gave up. We'll Which never I, know though. That could have just been a parent's excuse. You never know. No? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an excuse I would make to my son. Yeah, man, you didn't want to learn nothing, man. So I didn't teach you nothing. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, but no. Um, now that also brings me back to, you know, why baseball. You're, you said your your dad played. I don't know if people are familiar. I'm a I'm a nerd a little bit in in soccer because of the video game. Made me want to. <laughs> I learned so much <laughs> about all the different leagues across the world. Now your dad uh, played in the German league, but it was uh, Bundesliga, but the the second tier. Or, uh, I, I or am I making I stuff up? I'm, I'm not sure if he got that high. Okay, but he did play professionally over there. Oh, okay. For, for a couple for a few years yeah he did he, i can't remember exactly how how high the team got yeah and he didn't push he you did. to play soccer no no um i mean i played obviously I played as a little kid when you know, pretty much everybody plays soccer yeah. but um he never he never pushed it on me because he he honestly always loved loved baseball like once he oh. whenever, whenever he came to the states he kind of fell in love with the game and um not not that he you know was pushing me towards that direction but you know he definitely didn't mind me playing baseball at all he because he he loved watching the uh, the Orioles um, when we first came over here, just because my mom was from Baltimore, and so they, they just kind of like started cheering on the, the Orioles. And when Cal Ripken was there and everything, so he just kind of just took a took a shining to the baseball and loved watching it. And he wishes he could he could have played it. He wishes that you know obviously they don't have baseball in Germany. I mean yeah. they, they kind of do now, but you know back then they didn't have no baseball. So yeah. he kind of wishes he they had that so he could have played. But yeah. yeah, he always he always liked it. Oh okay. So I don't know. I don't think I ever asked you that, but. <clears throat> yeah, and I didn't know. I don't think I knew your mom was from Baltimore either. Dang, I'm finding out all this stuff. When I'm talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, I, I we've talked about you know KBO and MLB, uh, but like what like for someone like a fan of the MLB who knows nothing about you know playing baseball in Korea, mm. how would you like do a comparison or, or compare or contrast the two different leagues? Like, what's different? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, MLB is the, the top of the food chain for sure. You know, the, you got the best talent in the MLB, but honestly, KBO really wasn't, wasn't that, that far off, to be honest. I, I'd, I'd say it was, you know, a lot of, a lot of AAA talent uh, for, for sure. But, um, let's sprinkle it in with a little MLB talent, but, um, 
it's just a different game. It's just different. Everything's just different. You know, the way they pitch you, the way their, their balls move, uh, it's just, it, it takes, definitely takes some getting used to. Um, and I know a lot of guys might, might go over there thinking they're going to just dominate. And then, you know, they end up getting sent home because they, they couldn't, didn't do very well. You know, because they, they're, they're real quick to pull a trigger and send you home. So it's, <laughs> oh, like, it's like you got to perform or you're gone pretty much. So I, <laughs> wow. it's just like a lot of, you know, a lot of guys probably think they go over there and like, oh, I, I got this. And, you know, they end up doing terrible and, and get sent home. So it's it's obviously they're not the, the, the velocity isn't as as much as it is over here. Obviously, they're not throwing 99, 100, but <laughs> they, they definitely mix up their pitches a lot. And it's it makes it difficult. It's it's a it's a challenge for sure. You know, it's, it's a it's good league over there. Yeah, that I hear that the the pitch sequence isn't like it's not the same as like the MLB where you know most people. I mean, there is different. Some people pitch backwards, but um, mm-hmm. especially nowadays, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and pitching backwards just mean you know most people start with a fastball. Just for the people who watching might not know, but pitching mm-hmm. backwards just means starting off with off speed first. Um, <clears throat> I always thought you know. I had a chance to to go to Japan and Korea, but I think in Korea they don't accept uh, American relievers, do they? Just starters? Yeah. Is it something like Usually that? Just mostly, it's mostly starters. Yeah, gotcha. there's not too many guys that that come in just for, for relief. It's usually usually starters. Dang. But I mean, you started back in the day. You, you could have done that. <sighs> I don't know, but I was trash when I was a starter. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, man, velocity, dude. That's that's all you need, really. That's that's what they look for for over there. Because there's not a whole lot of velocity, and a lot of a lot of Korean guys, you know, like players over there, they they can't ha- handle the velocity because they're not used to seeing it. Yeah. So that's why a lot of a lot of pitchers go over there and do pretty well if they throw they throw pretty hard, you know. Yeah. They're and, not used to seeing that. Yeah, I would have fit in pretty well then, you know. But hey, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> nasty stinker got too. <laughs> Did you? No, you were. I think you were already big time by the time I played the Reading again. Uh. Because I got to go back yeah. and face Redding after I struggled in Redding, and then I was with the Indians. Oh, yeah. Then I came oh, nice. back. Because, you know, obviously nothing against the Phillies. I'm sure your experience was great. The people there are great. They're great people in that organization. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like me and the Phillies didn't have a good marriage. And mm-hmm. and then when I got with the Indians and came back and pitched in Redding again as a, as a rubber duck, um, <laughs> <laughs> I shoved, faced Harold. You know, Kate him <laughs> faced the funniest dude ever and the best hitter I've ever seen in double uh, A ball, Jake Fox. <laughs> oh. it, it was just funny to come back and and uh, and I think even Shrinky was like, "What pitch are you throwing?" I'm like, "The pitch that you guys wouldn't allow me to throw, dang it, the sinker." <laughs> but um, you know, because be, be, like before, you know, I because I want to kind of get into uh, the potential of life after baseball. Um, cause you know, you're getting old. What are you about? 36? No, <laughs> you're 31. Aren't you? 31. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, dog, dog. Are you, uh, Ooh, what kind of dog you got? Uh, it's a boxer pit bull mix. Oh. You got somebody intruder or what? No. I don't know. You always think somebody breaking the house. I don't know. What uh, good protector. Good protector. My dog doesn't do anything <laughs> yeah. like that. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but I kind of want to like ask you what, who, I guess what or who player coach, no matter what it is, uh, like what was your biggest influence like uh, in baseball? Even it could be off the field. 
you know, if you want to say mm-hmm. me, you know, since my, my spirituality and how I impacted your life. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, like, you know, player, coach, whoever it was, who do you think had the biggest impact? Now, obviously there's going to be more than one person. So don't feel mm-hmm. like you're going to leave someone out, but just the first person that comes to your mind where you're just like, yeah, man, I, I love the way they coach. I love them as a teammate. Uh, I mean, well, first off the field, I would definitely say, uh, my parents and, and, and Samantha, my wife, uh, you know, they're always, you know, they, they helped me, as you said, you said before, you know, I stayed even keel and, you know, never really showed too much emotion. They, they always helped me with that. And spiritually as well, just, you know, you know, not letting, you know, things bother me and just, you know, and just know that God always has a plan and it's okay if, you know, if you struggle, you know, and just the mental side of it, they really helped me out a lot with that. Just, just always being there for me. And then, I mean, I would say baseball wise, um, I would say uh, Matt Stairs was my hitting coach in 2017. Matt Stairs. Uh, he, he, uh, he, yeah, he changed my swing, swing around a little bit. And I ended up having a really good year that year in, in the big leagues. And um, so, yeah, I'd definitely, baseball wise, would probably be Matt Stairs for sure. He just, he helped me out a lot. Oh, I remember Matt Stairs playing with him on <laughs> Triple Play 98. <laughs> <laughs> With the white cleats for the athletics, dude, Matt Stairs. That's awesome. Hitting bombs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you told me to change my swing, I'd probably be changing it too, you know. But we know I don't swing the bat. Um, <clears throat> yeah, nah. stay, from <laughs> stay on the mound. Hey, I got a couple of hits at Reading, so relax. Oh, okay. uh, They weren't hard, but they got through. <laughs> and I got some RBIs. But anyways, <clears throat> I'll stop to my mad. horn too, you know. Yeah, um. Were there, uh, do I want to, were there any other, besides, besides basketball real quick? Cause I, I don't want to do the fast five questions, but I do want to, do want to get you out of here. Uh, before we get into you know, the one last question, bef- how, how life will be after baseball. Um, was there any other sports that maybe early on? Cause for me, basketball, like when I was young, I was like, basketball is going to be the sport. And then it turned out that I wasn't even good. Like, <laughs> like football and baseball were definitely, you know, the one for me. But early on, were you like, or were you not even into like sports heavily? Like early on, like were you, were you into? I know you said you played soccer, um, but was it something you were like had something in your mind? Like I want to be a professional athlete early on, or did it kind of just happen for you later? No, for me, I was definitely early on. I always knew. Um, I was be some kind of professional athlete. Um, like, uh, like, like you, like growing up, I always thought I was going to be basketball. And, um, you know, once that, all the, uh, those questionnaires started coming in for baseball and, you know, I started doing, doing well and having a good, good showing in those tournaments, you know, then I started leaning more towards baseball and also just knowing that there's a lot more opportunity in baseball than there would be for basketball, you know, for like basketball you have like maybe one position you can play but baseball you know you can there's, there's multiple positions you can you can do and so there's a lot more openings I, I felt so i just I decided to stick with baseball and thought that was my best chance at becoming the you know professional athlete and you're correct and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were correct <laughs> sir <laughs> um but I, I mean i also played also played basketball or I mean, basketball uh, football growing oh, up okay. as well but I, I never played high school but I just uh, just kind of pop Warner growing up, just played like four years of, of football as well, and because I always I was always into sports, I was I was always playing something, you know, I was always, I was staying busy with that for sure. Gotcha. Um, I asked that just to, because especially in my area, I'm sure all over the United States, 
kids are being more pressured to kind of pick a sport early on. Like my son, he even wants to, he wants to play soccer right now. And I'm like, dude, you're not, you're going to play at least three sports. If you don't want to play a sport, you're going to do something like <laughs> you're going to do something. You're going to do extracurricular activity. So, right, right. um, since you want to play sports he doesn't want to play baseball, but he has mm. no choice until he's about 12. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you haven't even faced your friend yet. There's nothing better coming in the batter's box. You look up and it's your, your best friend from math class. And you're like, Oh shoot. You know, and <laughs> those, those are like the most fun things about baseball. You know, they always say it's a kid's game. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I, mean, I think it's important to play multiple sports for sure. I think it playing multiple sports helps you out a, a lot. Like if you just stick with baseball, um, you don't get the kind of athleticism and versatility you can get if you play basketball as well. You know, I think I think all sports kind of work together to help you become the best athlete you can be. Because yeah. I, I don't, I never, never get got why you know people just focused on just one sport like when they're like eight years old. Like just let them let them play everything. Like let them do all the sports and you know just. After you know, once they're in high school, maybe have have them pick a pick a sport they that they like. But you know, up until then, just let them let them play all the sports and just just have fun, have fun with it. Exactly, exactly. Um, one last question. I keep putting in these one last questions before we get to life after <laughs> baseball. But I'm just curious because I I'm tr- starting to turn this YouTube channel into a you know I want to give people baseball advice. I can only give pitching advice. So <clears throat> and I also didn't have your career. So. I know how my career went. I know what advice I can share from what I learned in my career. But in your career, um, what would – sometimes I phrase it like this. What would you tell yourself if you were in high school? No. <laughs> if, you, if you were, you know, an aspiring baseball player and obviously you've went through your career um, and, like, what, what advice or, like, even if it's not advice, just what would you tell 17, 18-year-old Aaron to look out for? Uh, honestly, the biggest advice for I would give myself was is just to uh, you know treat it like a like a game. You know, I, I as soon as I got drafted, I I kind of treated it more like a job than and than a game. And I kind of like mentally, um, it, it would mess me up a lot. Like I, I might not have showed it, but I was just I was always beating myself up. You know, if I got out, if I you know had an O four, and I would you know just put pressure myself the next day to try to get hits and but. It's kind of something I learned in, in Korea. I mean, it took 10 years, but I finally got there. But to, to just you know, just relax and just just have fun playing the game. I mean, as simple as that sounds, you know, it just sometimes we can get we can let the, the game, you know, just get get too get too far ahead of ourselves with the game and just, you know, just not treat it as a game anymore. Treat it as a job. And I got to do this. I got to get this hit. Got to get these stats. And yeah. instead of just, you know, worrying about just just have fun, relax, and the, at the end of the year, the the stats are going to be what they're going to be. You know, mm-hmm. instead of forcing the stats to be there, you know, that's that's really what I, I did with Korea, and I ended up having my best you know two seasons in my my whole career. You know, I had thirty one homers and hundred RBIs, twenty stolen bases in the first. Year. I had thirty two homers on like another ninety RBIs and then another twenty stolen bases in my, my second year. So I I had the best two years of my life in Korea and I just kind of, kind of changed my mindset and and, it helped a lot. Yeah. I mean, I share that sentiment as well. When I got sent, I thought I was getting released to be honest in the spring training of 2016. Mm-hmm. I was like, they're not putting that me on the, the team. That- no, that was when the Phillies released me in 2015. I was with the Indians. Oh. I had already went through a season and I pitched well that season in 15, but in mm-hmm. 16, I just felt like 
it was all over again. You know how it would go for me where I'd lose control, couldn't, wasn't throwing strikes consistently, and I was just like, this is not good. And then they sent me to double A, and I was like, hmm, that's weird. Um, <laughs> I was like, well, this is probably my last year. I better just you know, have fun, try to throw the ball hard. Next thing you know, I'm throwing 99, and I'm in the big leagues. I'm like, what the heck? It's like that. It's that easy, kids. No, I'm just. (laughs) But um, no, I want to end with uh, you know, like, what is there something you want to do or accomplish outside of baseball that you'll you'll look to do, you know, once baseball's over for you? Oh man, I honestly haven't really even thought about that. That's good Uh, though. That's good. Yeah. I always beat myself up because I had a plan B and I feel like that's why plan A didn't last as long. (laughs) Because I was always like, well, just in case, you know, I suck this year, I'm going to, I'm going to set up this job on the side. (laughs) I honestly haven't really thought about it. I'm still looking to, to get in the game. And uh, for, I mean, I say for right now, I'd say just be the best father I can be, you know, just try to raise, raise up Isaiah as, as a, you know, God fearing boy that, you know, just, respects his parents, you know, that's, it's going to be, end up being a contribution to society. And then unlike a lot of these kids nowadays, they're just, just nuts right now. So it's just, just trying to be the the best father I can be. Yeah. It's, it's going to be fun. Um, (laughs) all the challenges (laughs) and everything you're facing, um, you know, obviously, you know, we're here for, we've raised two kids and they're perfect. So just call us. But, but no, yeah, we do need to stay in touch more often. I'm glad we did the show. I appreciate you coming on and, uh, you know, maybe I'll have to, you know, connect sometime, uh, outside of this podcast and, you know, cause I think we plan on, I might have Biddle on cause Biddle played in Japan. So and he's playing, I think they just won as well. Oh, nice. And, um, you know, we'll all have to, I mean, you're way out there though, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're in Pennsylvania, so they're not very yeah, far from me. He's a little closer than, than <laughs> I am. <laughs> but somehow we'll have to figure something out. But uh, I'm sure I'll see you online gaming. And uh, oh yeah. <laughs> but again, appreciate you uh, come on the show. Uh, love you, and I appreciate everybody who's uh, tuning in to nine hours per, ninety nine miles per hour. Uh, you know, had a little drought, but we back and um, more content to come. Remember, PercyGarner.com help a student with college expenses and um yeah uh my pitching discord down below uh will you know get you throwing 120 mile an hour if you join no (laughs) (laughs) i'm messing around but no uh again make sure you guys uh follow us on all social medias it's all down there we'll plug aaron's social media uh down below as well you have twitter and instagram right i do yeah Okay, good. We'll plug that all I'm down. Not as active on Twitter anymore, but mostly Instagram right now. Oh, okay. Get it together. <laughs> but no, but yeah. Uh, I guess until next time, we'll see you what is that, next Tuesday. Peace.